Welcome, 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 everybody. Benjacon 2022. It is Friday. Finally, Friday is here. And it's been a long and exciting week. I've been having some great discussions with people. And we're going to keep continuing that all the way through Sunday. People, I got a special one. Longtime friend of mine, the the second, the person I've known the second longest for this year's Benjicon, known her since high school, Natalie Freeman, Freedom International. And she is here to talk with us. We are going to get down to business and hear about everything that she's got going on. And you know me, without too much delay, I'm just going to jump right into it. Hey! Hey, 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 hey. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you doing? Oh, I'm great. I'm doing great. It is Friday. It's Friday, some call it. Friday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good seeing you. It's been it's been a couple weeks, a month, a month maybe since we did our last little online interaction. Yeah, it's been like a month. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's my, I'm just seeing all these people online now, so it's always it's interesting, but it's valid, right? I mean, we're online. We got to do it this way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm- I had to be here, you know, in the creative space. So I'll probably just jump in the gut, right? So really consider myself a creative. So you got to give me an epiphany about myself. So just to be among the creatives, you know, it's been great. And I've been watching some of the shows this week. So they have been fantastic. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. The, as I spoke with Dr. Robottom on Tuesday, and you have to forgive me, I didn't actually think the garbage truck would be out there. I don't know if you can hear that, but. That's how it goes. <laughs> and we didn't know it was the garbage truck, but now we do. Yes. <laughs> There's no, uh, nothing weird going on, just the garbage truck. Yeah. But speaking of creatives, you know, we really, on Tuesday, we were talking and we just kind of broke down what we meant by creative because she's my cousin and we had been speaking about creativity all our lives, right? And anybody who's out there taking whatever situation they have, whatever resources they have, the things in their environment and creating something new out of that, transforming what they have, making something out of nothing, if you will, mm-hmm. that's creativity. Absolutely. And absolutely. Yeah. People always think about paintings and stuff like that, but absolutely. Yeah. Artists, entertainers, you know, on stage, but you know, podcasters, you know, we are in that group. Yes, we are. So now I have a confession to make. We have a confession. <laughs> yes, we, we are. Uh, you know, you've got the successful the single podcast. We're going to get into all that. We're going to get into your history with finance and accounting, being an entrepreneur, et cetera, et cetera. All that good stuff. We're definitely going to get into it. But how? How about this? We did a podcast recording last year, and I, I said to myself, "No, I said to you." And I actually copied it and quoted it right here. Hey, Natalie, in, it'll be all lovely, dandy. We'll definitely be posting up this podcast this weekend or early next week. And I said that on May 15th of last year. <laughs> so it is not next weekend and I still have that podcast. I got to tell you what happened because I don't want you sitting there thinking like this joker just took my podcast hostage. It didn't post it. Right. I was like, yeah, I never saw that advertised, but yeah, it's okay. There was, there was an audio <laughs> issue yes, on, my, yes, on. confessions. There was an audio issue on my side 
And it's like, your audio was perfect. Mine had issues. I was like, why is mine having issues? And I don't know the, uh, the software I was using, I'm not using anymore, but this earlier this week, when I was doing the rest of this stuff, I was like, you know what? I, I, I can't face Natalie and have a broken podcast. So I went back, fixed it, tried to do what I could, found some old files, remastered it. So now, now the digitally remastered version, even though you never saw the first version, is going to come out. So that will be released. That will be released. Well, confessing, yeah. y'all. Let me just go ahead and throw my confession in. So Ben was also a podcast guest on my podcast. But see, this is how you tell the difference between a professional artist creative plus the amateur busted creative. So we also had audio issues on Ben's podcast. And I just threw it out there anyway. <laughs> so it's yes, all good. It's a story. It's, it's a wonderful story. And I just still wanted to put it out there. But let's have a little break and kinks and, and bugs y'all but listen to the story though because it was just amazing so i feel like i had to still share it yeah so but. really Roth. so really quickly tell us about tell us about who you are and successful but single podcast that's that's where i'm going to jump off from sure 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 well i am natalie freeman i'm yes i'm single as you can imagine because we've already talked about my podcast which is called a successful but single podcast where we're doing our thing without a ring i am a long long time friend of Benjamin. Professionally, though, I'm a financial professional. I've been in the financial industry, y'all, almost 30 years. I know I don't look at mm-hmm. on the on the passion side, I, I'm, a, I'm a hidden creator. I'm, I got my inner creative, so we're trying to bust that out. And in 2020, during the pandemic, did create a podcast called Successful But Single because I was sitting at home, right, alone. I didn't get that COVID, you know? So while I was sitting there alone, I was like, why am I single? Like, really? No, why am I single? And I figured if I, as an unmarried professional, was wondering, you know, why I was single, maybe other people would be too. So I began to start this podcast, began to just bring guests on and let them tell their own success story. Because whether we're waiting, dating, mating, even, you know, we still have stories to tell. We're still doing great things and people need to know that. So that's how the podcast jumped off. I am a single mom of one son. And one pit bull. Yeah, and I love to run. And I'm a native Floridian. I'm still, yeah, still sitting right here in Florida. Awesome. I think that, uh, that was a, that was a good little little run there. And right before you decided to do that podcast, so you were a financial advisor. So you have an accountant first, right? I yes, I have an accounting degree. Mm-hmm. And my life literally since I was about 17, thought I'd never do anything else but accounting. I had uh, my own business in accounting, so I did taxes and things of that nature first. And I thought, really, I was just going to live and die by the debits and credit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, not nice. I don't know. Since we have a, a largely artsy kind of development side, that's what I'll call it, the development side background, you know, oh, you waving? Yeah, we got Hazel Brown in here. Good to see you. T. Harvey is in here. What's up, Dio? We have uh, Miss Molly up in here. Guys, Angel, Roback. What's up, fam? So we got all the good people in here. Hey, y'all. Yes. But like I was saying, we have mostly a development crowd here. So really quickly, while you're getting into, before we get into the, your specific creative part, I just wanted to lay the groundwork and say that a lot of development people don't know as much about the finance side of things as they should doing their development. And I don't know how many 
development type of people you work with, but is there, have, have you worked with a lot of them? Like, I don't know, artists, contractors, builders, I don't know. Yes, I am thankful that in my business, along this great span of time, right, that I have worked with pretty much every industry. And I will add that my son is a creative. He is an artist. So count that. Why it's just as important, you know, like, no, no, you know, I just want to build and create and share it with the world. And I make it paid and I make it, you know, may not, you know, but even in him commissioning yeah. pieces, get him to understand the value, you know, of that piece and including, you know, the materials and the branding and, you know, those things that, you know, I'm still trying to learn all that stuff, you know, but mm -hmm. just go into it. That's just as important, y'all, the dollars and cents so that you can feel that at the end of this, you know, creating this amazing piece that you've gotten your money's worth for, you know, building in those costs and the you absolutely, and what I love about the creative industry, especially, you know, the artistic, the painting, the graphic side, is that it's, mm -hmm. it's all so much that, you know, I feel like people, America, are really seeing the worth, you know, in our artistic and creative community. And that's worth something, right? Everywhere from NFTs on down. So, yeah. So, but y'all, again, like any other business, if it's not your passion, pay somebody to do it, build in the cost, and keep doing what you love. So, okay, well, but that's an interesting point, doing what you love. So a lot of people say, hey, you know, you got to, you got to just follow your passion, figure out a way to make your passion work. And then other people are like, screw your passion, do it, get you to the next step. And you can worry about your passion later. You fall on the follow your passion side. Yeah, I do. You know what, y'all, because life is short. 2020, also, when we were sitting at home, my father also passed away. And it really shifted my, you know, life paradigm about how I'm going to live my life on purpose, in purpose all the time. Right. So thankfully in the financial industry, I love it. I love it, y'all. I love telling people what to do with their money. It's just the what, you know, what gets me going. However, I've learned how to build in also my creative side and what I do. And life is short, y'all, and you, you should do it. And like I said, because, you know, the industry now and the society is just so accepting of the artistic world, there's money to be made. You just need to find out how to make the money and, you know, go, like I said, pay somebody to do the stuff you don't want to do and just live your dreams. I, I am one of those YOLO people. I, I really am. Just tie it all in and, and just get it done, you know, but that is, that's my truth. You know, that might not be your life path. Some people do have to, you know, work as an executive or work, you know, in an eight to five and do this on the side because that's not going to cause them angst. Everybody's not create, created <laughs> just to go out there and just live and being willing to do whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I've been some weenies that, you know, ought to be trying to follow my path. Yeah, yeah. Loved it, but I was okay with that because I felt like I was following my path. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't know that. Some people here might, you know what I'm just saying. But, you know, however, <laughs> but it was worth to me and it was, it was a part of the path and the process. So again, you know, I am one of those jump out there, try it. If you fail, find something else to do and then, you know, get a real job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you're speaking of following your passion, you know, you were speaking about, you know, the time and wondering, you know, like, well, hey, why am I single? Oh, it's not just me. Why are all these people single? We're not talking about it in an effective way, or we could be talking about it in more effective ways. And you started your podcast. 
Unlike a lot of podcasts that just kind of show up and disappear after episode three, you've still been rocking it and you really got an active group going on, a lot of active members. So what was it like getting into the whole podcast game and how, how are you feeling about it now? So listen, I, I truly understand why people have three whole episodes out there <laughs> in, in the, you know, in podcast land because it does take a lot of work. It's again, like those people who start, you know, a bakery because they love baking or they, you know, they start a barbershop because, you know, they know for those funky fresh fly cut, but they don't have the business side of it. Podcasting is the same, right, y'all? There is certainly a technical side to it yeah. that really have to incorporate. But it gave me such joy. And again, going hmm. and being able to showcase Mr. Benja and the modeling pharmacist and the Haitian Caucasian to the world. Yeah, so, and those are real <laughs> I didn't know the Haitian Caucasian was somebody. You didn't need to know about the Haitian Caucasian yet. That's a real, that's a real storyline of a real person. And she is amazing, right? Real person. As you can see, mixed roots. <laughs> yes. But I, but I love it, you know, and season one had 35 episodes, y'all. So yes, we, we were rocking it. We were rolling it. As I say, for season two, success kind of overtook the single. And so we roll with that. So I don't have as many, I don't come on as frequently now for season two, but it just gives me such great joy to have this successful community, just talking, working through our issues together, laughing together, you know, even going out together. We've taken it off, you know, off out of audio land, you know, out of the digital world. And we, you know, we have meetups now, not big yet, you know, the meetup part, but again, the way to encourage each other. A way to, you know, to say, do what you do during this time while you're unmarried. And we'll see what happens tomorrow. But right now, like, make sure you are living your best life possible. You know, that is, I, I, I love, I love hearing that. And I've started to not just embrace it in, in practice, but really in, you know, mind, body, soul kind of thing trying to embrace the moment and go about doing things. And, uh, you know, we didn't, we never really talked about the successful part of it, right? Too much. And I think a lot of that success is being content with what you're doing, right? Is it, was that part of your idea and making it that title? And that was a part of the whole thing, right? Because first of all, success is what? Subjective. <laughs> you know what I mean? Very. So just being able to share someone's life story of, you know, their survival if they were married, now unmarried, or their survival that they had, you know, five kids and they did it alone, you know, triumphantly, or that they moved across country <clears throat> and literally had one spoon, one fork, you know, one knife, you know, in their drawer when they, and they wrote a bad check <laughs> in their yeah. apartment, but they're now, you know, a well-known fill-in-the-blank. Again, y'all, all true stories on the podcast. You know, it just really, uh, that was their success. And I, you know, I didn't talk and use the word success, maybe explicitly, but just highlighting these people's journey to me was sharing, you know, their successes and being able to move forward past what, you know, we would may call failure and not falling, not allowing it to be final. You know, it's just pretty cool for me. So, so that, that was 
the sharing the success story of, you know, each person journey. Right. And I like how, I like how positive the podcast is. The group is obviously you are with this, but I have to wonder, I'm one of those people who tends to use my angry black man as a way to propel me into new and greater things. And I wonder with they, it's true with the successful, but single premise were, you know, I, I hear a lot of podcasters on, who do relationships and a lot of them are, are kind of bitter. Yeah. You know, they're like, man, this happened to me. This happened to me. I'm a podcast about it. And there are even memes going around about that whole phenomenon. Right. <laughs> so you, you having a relationship podcast is that's positive. It has a positive bend to it is really refreshing. How did you, or, or was there any, you know, or anger, frustration? I don't want to put feelings on you, but, right. you know, was there any, any feelings like that that may have spurred this? And how did you say, you know what, I can look at this in a bright way. How did that come about? Oh, absolutely. I mean, come on, y'all. If anybody's been in a relationship, you know, you've had some moments, mm -hmm. right? And then even me specifically, my personal story is that I am unmarried now, but I was married for 17 years. You know, and that relationship became abusive, very unhealthy, very toxic. And it was just, you know, ideal to split. But nobody gets married to get unmarried, right? So, of course, there were times of bitterness, anger, frustration. There were even times I thought about taking my life because I felt like I was a failure, you know, in that marriage. And so I've gone through those periods. And suffice it to say, still being single, because, right, you know, you get unmarried and they're like, okay, I'll jump back in, you know, jump in, jump out, you know, I'll jump back in soon. And here you are, never years later and still, still single, you know, maybe I should do it the next podcast, single, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you, you, you start feeling some kind of way about that. And granted, what I found though, largely, especially in the podcast Ruby also, if you know, of course, we're talking about the podcast on all major platforms, but we have a Facebook group called the Cuzzle the Single Podcast. Sometimes I am looking for those people who really just want to have, you know, give the raw truth. Like, I've got to be a single, you know, like all men are dolls, but just women are just old diggers or something. I really want somebody to express it. Yeah. People have been really, for the most part, pretty polite. <laughs> you know, it's pretty, pretty compassionate to each other. But I've been waiting for the out, and it just hasn't come. But you know, I'm here for it. All yeah, but it's they, difficult. It's difficult for me in that group because I know a lot of those people, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm sitting there. I want to get real and raw. Oh, what's up, Reggie? Hey, Wendell. You know, it's like. <laughs> but then I don't know. Maybe with them, I'll get too comfortable and really start dropping heat. So I don't know. No, we it's have early. Been nice and polite in that group, but I, I'm waiting for the real and raw. And maybe because it's the tone I said, I am, you know, innately an optimistic realist. So, you know, I'm always just going to have the sunshine and the rainbow over my head. But, but I mean, if truth be told, all days are not good days, right, y'all? All days are not good days in your life as a single, you know, as a Floridian, you know, as a Californian, you know? So maybe we should work on you know, sharing all feelings, but I do try to keep it largely, you know, positive and, and helpful. 
a lot of people, you know, really question me on that butt single part. And season two really gets into why I called it butt single, because I really want to focus on successful. But everybody usually that I tried to have on the show has gone through a process to be able to stand on their own regardless of they get married or not. So butt single is, you know, a mantra or a method, you know, to being whole, you know, single, you know, steadfast. Yes, yes, okay. In your singleness, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. oh, you know, but maybe we should take some time to dissect some feelings. Because, of course, you know, up under the surface, I think all of us may have a little something, right? Oh, yeah. And, the, you know, we, we're always talking about, well, not we specifically, but the discussion's always come, been coming up lately about branding, sales, and marketing with a lot of creatives, right? And there's always this desire to just start hitting those I don't know what to call them, but uh, the gimmicks, the, the clickbait, yeah. uh, I know this will get, I know this will get somebody riled up. Right. I, I think, I, what, oh God, what did I post in there? The, excuse my crassness, but it was about something. Oh, I forgot the name of it, Oh God. but trying to think, I know. But using, using vaginal juices as a perfume, basically. And I, th- I threw that in the, in the group. Crickets. Silence, right? I was, I was like, come on. I love it. I was cracking up, y'all behind <laughs> Not a one. I was like, oh, okay. But I really yeah, it's what... talk about everything, though. I really do in that group. But I know I've come off, you know, I said pretty positive. So, and on the up and up, but let, you know, let's get into it, y'all. I really am here for it all. Now, we have had a few, you know, things jump off, but we had to do a whole podcast about it to calm everybody down, but uh, not, not many, not many. Yeah, I like the, I like the preferences one. That, that one pretty much led directly into a podcast, right? And what was the, what was the subject matter there? So the preferences, you know, and the question that hit the podcast group was, you know, our preferences, you know, just another way of saying I'm being picky, you know, and. And should, is it okay to have preferences? And it really jumped off a lot of conversation in the podcast. And then, of course, like I said, morphed into a group, y'all, which Mr. Benja was also on one of those podcasts guests that night with our goal girl, Colleen Cavanaugh, our geek girl, not our goal girl. But uh, yeah, so, it, you know, I and I want that, which is why I really asked those podcasts, those midweek polls and those weekend polls, because I actually looking for, you know, Juicy or decent content for later shows. Later. Yeah, I tend to use all my all my social media kind of feeds each other. Like I'll post random whatnots on Facebook. Somebody will like it. Then I'll move it to the Facebook group in a different way. And then I have, you know, Twitter and Instagram. And I'm just, they're all feeding each other. So people are like, wow, you're posting a lot. And it's like, I'm... I'm definitely not like one of the high content posters, but I do post quite a bit and it's all coming from itself. You do, you do. And I've been really watching you. And I'm I'm just really so proud of your evolution, you know, as a podcaster and, you know, just an introvert operating in this extroverted world, because I do see how you repackage, you know, the content, which I really need to be doing y'all, by the way, but you know, who has time? But, But Ben is doing it very well. So yeah, I'm pretty proud of you for that. You know what? You know what I found helps is deciding 
on not guidelines or rules, but deciding on what each of these outlets is as a an out in, as an expressive outlet. I know I shouldn't use a, the same word in the definition, but like if I ever have a dumb thought about, well, that was silly or that was weird or that was stupid. Any of those thoughts go directly to Twitter. Like I'm like, huh, Samuel L. Jackson, was he walking with the limp? And I just posted to Twitter. I'm like, and done. And I go about my business. Any, any more personal things like friends and family, like, like the apple juice in the oatmeal, right? That's a little more personal. It it would just be weird on Twitter, Mm -hmm. but you know, I was like, I ran out of, I ran out of milk. So, Hey, what if I make my apple, my oatmeal with apple juice instead, post that to Facebook and my friends are like, oh man, you're crazy. You, why are you always doing crazy stuff like that? And so just having like little guidelines where if it's about friends, family, and people I know instantly Facebook and I streamline everyone. Like I, unless I'm posting a picture of travels, you don't see any pictures on my main Facebook. It's just thoughts. Mm-hmm. Instagram is a little more curated towards my creativity. Any, any memes or, or weird pictures I have that I put to my stories. And it's all just kind of like, so I don't have to think about it too much. It's like dumb thought, Twitter. I love Well it. thought out. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, that was a little tip out there, podcasters, creators. It was good. Yeah, yeah. It, it really helps. And you can, you can pile this stuff up on your phone, like with the images and have a, you know, your notes app on your phone. You're just, right. You can just type in, hey, this is that, this is that. If you don't want to stop, jump on the platform and then get off late, you know, because that's a whole time suck, right? Yeah. So I do all this stuff offline. My notes app or Google Docs is really great where I can just type up something on the computer. I bang out most of my reels like all at once. You know, I'll sit down and have a two hour session of just recording myself talking noise. And then I can at will just kind of yeah. fart them yeah. out. Certain platforms too. And timing of like when you hit Twitter, Instagram, Facebook is important too. So, I mean, yeah, this is all good stuff. And there's pot firing podcasters to forth and so. Yeah, I am, I am, uh, I'm getting better at it. And I don't think I'm naturally as good as you, but I, I like practice a lot and read a lot of stuff. And I see you get on there like, Ooh, let me try this. Bam, success. And I'm like, all right, I got to work hard. I, Natalie's leaving me in the dust. You know how that works. You think you did something phenomenal. You get, <laughs> and then you do the most random thing and you get 500, 600. It's like, you know how, you know how social media is. So you just, the thing about it is just to be consistent. Yeah. I found just keep, keep throwing it out there. Keep doing what you love. Don't focus on the likes and the views and you know, something's going to catch fire. So it's amazing to me. It, it never ceases to amaze me what catches fire. And then what gets absolutely no play. It's just amazing. Totally. And so speaking of, I want to jump to the, we talked about social media a little bit and, you know, you're creating a community. What's, how, how is, you know, I know Florida is a little, little different, but uh, dating in this pandemic era, it's interesting because I was doing the online dating thing before everybody started really trying to do it. Like I was, I was on Facebook all on, all in people's DMs and everything way before it was a thing. Right. (laughs) So I have no perspective on how, how it goes otherwise, but everybody's kind of like, yeah, man, now I got to do it online. I can't like, 
And it's kind of weird to me. So with the pandemic, how has that changed the dating scene, how people are talking with each other? Perspective on that. On So listen, I'm still one of the opinion that just, you know, dating itself is a pandemic. It is so not what I thought it was going to be. You know what I mean? In the battery of my life. And of course, like you said, 2020, it just made so much, so many things acceptable that just weren't right. I mean, like everybody was walking and Zoom and working from home, right? You know, as far as the management level before. Now it's just so common. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. and for so many things, right? You know, Uber Eats, you know, only just, you know, the lazy lazy, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry, but I just yeah. heard Who's an Uber Eats fanatic, you know, but now it's totally acceptable, right? So y'all no harm, no file on that one. Okay. But uh, dating is the same, you know, it just really makes you circle back and like, you know, because I was one that was just dead set against it. You know, I just still have this fantasy mm-hmm. bumping to them. You know, y'all in the produce aisle, and, you know, our hands are going to touch that banana at the same time. I should have thought it's the banana. <laughs> you know mm. what I'm Not but, the banana. Uh oh, watch out, y'all. Y'all ain't Anyway, so. <laughs> But, you know, but of course, like, like everybody, I jumped on, I jumped online and I've had some interesting experiences and I am still online, but. I so still- do you actually use the, uh, the actual services? Like what is there? Match? Bumble. There's Bumble. Yeah. No, because again, y'all, I'm still, it's still, it's just not the fantasy, right? So I'm easing into it. Mm-hmm. Black people meet for a little while and then Facebook dating has been my primary one. But I'm just still holding out, y'all. I'll tell you, I'm the optimistic realist. So I'm still just holding out that, you know, we're just going to bump organically while I'm out doing life. But, well, you know, but, it, but it's acceptable. And I have made some interesting connections. I've had, I've made some lasting connections. You know, it didn't turn out to be a, a love connection. You know, so mm. it's what it is, you know. Hmm. See, I don't know what it's like from the woman's point of view, but... Right. As a dude who is online and already introverted, uh, and by the way, introvert does not mean shy for anybody who knows me. I was just like, oh, right. go out and talk to people. That- when I can have, when I can stay at home, I'm home. But I was finding groups and people and just jumping in the comments like, hey, how's everybody doing here? I felt like I was in a club where you just kind of walk in, you don't know anybody. Hey, what are you doing? What are you up to? Who's drinking this? You know, just being all around, talking to everybody in the comments. And they're like, who is this dude? Right. I get, I get like a person right. who likes, likes two or so, or two or three or four of my posts. And I'm like, there we go. A friend. DMs. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So dumb. But you know, I mean, think about it though. That is so the beauty of social media because you know back in the day we may have seen that as a little weird and some people still may see it as a little weird but it is so commonplace now like i mean if a random nut random dude random you know advertisement or you know what it'd be a random week 25 years ago doesn't pop in my dm at least weekly i'm like what's going on you know testing testing are you out there but yeah now, it, it's like just it's just what you expect you know what i mean yeah, yeah. We, we have liberties that we could exercise, like blocks, you know, report. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> but I mean, but it, it's cool now. It's cool. You know, it's just a part of it. <laughs> Have you had any weird experience? I mean, I want to know like a, a funny experience you've had maybe online dating, something worked out or didn't work out. Anything that's like memorable to you. Oh gosh. That means yes. How much, how much should I share? <laughs> They've all been memorable, y'all. Let me just say one, one way or another, you know, I still have friends, you know, that have come, you know, just from, from the online dating scene, definitely business connect y'all. Cause you know, I'm not scared to figure out who you are, where you are and how we can make this thing work, you know, that both of us could profit from it. So I still do have some networking, you know, connects from those, but nice. And my share of weirdos, you know, that you know, I had to lose. So that's why I made them in a large public place. And then, you know, I go yeah, by yeah. get lost in those sea of cars, you know, so all of that, like I said, I don't do I think I want to go into the weirdness, you know, but I've had some memorable ones, y'all, like certifiable. You hear what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. it's, <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm so curious now, but you know, I won't, I won't press. Okay. So, you know, I think it's, it's just, so, you know what I mean? We had good conversation. He was funny. I knew he was a little different, you know, but when people want to meet you so quickly, y'all, you know, I don't know if you could consider that a red flag or, you know, just intriguing and they want to get out there and just, you know, beat you or whatever. So he was just so, you know, excited and so eager to meet me like anywhere, y'all, like not even take me out on a date. Like, you know, let's just meet at the Wawa. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm like, mm. okay. So when it just kind of got a little weird, I was like, you know what, dude, I really don't think, you know, that we are just, you know, tracking down the same path. And then he started like texting me all these weird pictures. So like not even like dick pics and stuff. I mean, like hermaphrodite pics and stuff like that. I mean, so like I said, it was really memorable because it just got weird real quick, real fast. I'm like, oh, okay. So I, I don't know that. Right. That, you scare me, you know. Yeah, again, so be careful of this online stuff. It's just like one thing I've go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, so I was like, never been catfish or anything, but just some weird ones. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, me neither. I, I've never had a, a catfish situation. As I said, usually I'm out there and online and I'm trying to keep a decent separation between what I put out there and what I am personally. And I, I just remember having these, you know, online conversations. I'm getting to know them through their online persona. And then I'm kind of like, hey, you know, I did this Twitter post and I'm like, oh, okay, here's my Twitter. I'm like, okay, now I can go stalk their Twitter and they'll they'll have known that I actually asked for their Twitter. It's not mm -hmm. just out of the blue, right? And just kind of learning a little bit about them. But you, you made me think of something. I've never actually done like a, a FaceTime or video chat before I met the person. Mm. Me, I've like, always like literally just one time because you know, I'm pretty open, I'm like, hey, it's me, and I kind of like let the, the dude leave usually, but mm -hmm. no, no video chats really. I wonder why. Why don't we video I, chat? Of course, maybe I feel like that's a missed opportunity. Look, I'm like, maybe we should. <laughs> that would tell us a lot about the people that take the time, right? Yeah, so, you know, it's 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 funny. I was I was doing one of my one of my sessions, right? Like uh, just sitting there talking nonsense in the evening and 
suddenly a person who I, I randomly met at an art show came on and I was like, oh, hey, what's up? And she's like, oh, hey. And I was, and I was like, hey, you want to chat? And she jumped in the chat right there. So I'm like, huh, I'm chatting live now. So how can I kind of chat live and, you know, throw a little game, but not too much game because I'm chatting live and I'm recording this for another reason, but now she's here. It's. I love it though. But see, I mean, again, the beauty of social media, it really like causes us to feel like we are just comfortable, more comfortable and familiar than maybe we would have been traditionally, right? You know, when we're meeting people organically. Because I think, you know, yeah. you pose and you feel like, you know, you've seen that person one time at an art gallery and something like, oh my God, now we have this connection. Like, oh my gosh, and now we have the second connection on social media. And so it just builds this level of comfort that to me is just kind of humorous. And me and my crazy self, I'm like, man, you know, like, hey, I'm already like going to amusement parks and, you know, hanging, <laughs> you know, hanging out in restaurants yeah. with people because I feel like I saw, you know, enough of their profile right. pictures, <laughs> you know, pictures with their dog. So yeah, yeah. I'm surprised I'm still here, but it's okay. I live on the edge. Yeah. You know, there, I got, I got all kinds of tactics for like, you know, I don't want to say creeping, but like, if I'm talking to you <laughs> all and I'm, but it is. you're out there, I know you're out there. I mean, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. I mean, I'm, I'm doing the thing, right? So if I'm talking to you online, and I'm like in your comments, hey, what's going on, Natalie? Let me throw out a joke, you know, you know, blah, 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 ha, ha, ha. And it's funny and all that. And I see certain likes on it. Then it's like, okay, they're a friend of yours. That's already a little bit of validation. Now I can kind of like follow up. Hey, who is, I might ask you, who is that? Or I may just send that person a direct, you know, hey, how you doing? I think it's really funny. Oh, I see. Wait. Mm-hmm. Think about. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Again, so th that's, that's the friend of a friend connection. Yep. That feel you familiarity that comes with, you know, social media, like, especially if you see somebody in person that you've been interacting with or creeping, <laughs> you know, or, 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 you know, or, you know, kind of checking out their social media page and you finally see them and they're like, don't we know each other? I like, you know, yeah. talking their page. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, really I think really know each other because we don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love it yeah i'm i'm saying i'm saying the word creeping because it's funny to me but i'm try not trying to put out the wrong message but uh, you know we don't want any creeps or stuff out there that's uh, bad business he's harmless he's harmless but you know <laughs> media just really lend and really closes remember that gap you know the six degree of separation you know what i mean yes it really closes that gap now it just so close oh, totally you know what I mean? It opens doors, like you said, for introduction. Oh, well, hey, man, you know, introduce me to her, man, you know, whatever. You, you, you know, I've had tons yeah. of people, especially on the podcast, right? Like, oh, my God, like, who is that? You know, like, can I get an introduction or whatever? And I was hoping, like, even some of that would happen organically, y'all. So if you don't know how my season flowed, y'all, for my podcast, I would interview one-on-one -on -one guests, and my podcasts were always audio. But after every 10 guests, I would bring them all together live in person so we could interact with the audience, you know, via a live stream. And so I was really hoping even for some connection and hooking up. And then, and yeah, I probably did it, but didn't tell me that's okay. But, but you know, I was kind of hoping, you know, for some of that, you know, 
connections happen because I felt like we were all pretty cool people. Yeah. Man, this is, I'm sorry. I'm just, as as we're talking. <laughs> been, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, like getting a, getting a, getting a phone number to me is like the serious step, right? Like that's like, right. you know, giving access to my, my text messages. Right. You know, Facebook is also there because, you know, that's where your friends and family are. But because I've been like into social and I was, I was well into Instagram before it got bought by Facebook and all that. I've been in a store and like taking a picture at something and someone glances over at me and I'm like, oh, you got to come check this out. And it's just some random person, you know, some random girl. I'm like, hey, look at this picture on my phone. Oh, that was great, huh? And she's like, oh, that's funny. Like, yeah, it's on my Instagram. You got Instagram? Give me your Instagram. It's, it's Instagram. It's just that quick. It's just that easy. It really and It really is. Is that the new give me your phone number? Or is that uh, a, no, see, a less intrusive way, right? It's a, you know. It's it's much less intrusive because, you know, when I put something out there, I'm like, hey, listen, I want you to know who I am. So here's my Instagram. And if I catch if I catch likes from them or they start to follow me, then I'm like, okay, they've yeah. reciprocated and they know. Let's let's pro- let's progress this. And, and I know, I know this actually plays out for a couple of reasons, but the first time I got like verbal validation was when someone was talking to me and they were like, yeah, so, you know, I don't know if you noticed, I, I like these five pictures of yours. And I was like, oh, that's a, that's like, you're, you're, you, you just legitimized the, the calling out of, you know, she called out the fact that. You know, hey, I like these pictures of yours and da-da-da. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, you are checking me out. All right, got you. <laughs> Boom. And y'all, he knew that she had liked those five pictures. Now he was just trying to play out who comic collected and stuff. He knew. Well, we you can't be that guy who goes through all your likes and, you know, you break out the spreadsheet on May 15th, like this picture, <laughs> commented, commented with three laugh emojis, you know, just... <laughs> Tally taking this. Okay, now that was yes. y'all that came from that online dating because we started on Facebook and then all of a sudden he friend requested me on Insta. So I'm like, okay, how did because I keep my name generic enough, y'all? And Natalie is such a common name. It's like, yeah, thousands of us, right, on social media. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just kind of scroll through all of them till I found you. How long did that take? A while. No, no, that's not cool. Red flag, Red flag. <laughs> oh, oh, y'all. Social media, y'all. It, it just really brings us together as a people. <laughs> no, no, it, it's a, it's it's a trip. I've even on the way to pick somebody up, I I stopped and said, "Why am I driving past these red flags?" <laughs> and pulled over to the side, pulled over to the side of the road. Asked like a couple questions, didn't get satisfactory answers. It was like, I'm so sorry. It turned around. I just, it's happened before. <laughs> In route? In route. You know what? Hey, I'm kind of like, hey, y'all, look, don't waste my time. I'm like, oh, it's yours. Like, we kind of realized right then and there, let's cut the losses quick. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, 
You know, I mean, you were, you were just talking to you. It seems why I like talking to you because you're so creative, right? You're giving me different ideas here. And I used to talk about date ideas with some friends of mine down in San Diego. But now that we're more online, I haven't gone through this exercise a lot lately. And I didn't think of, like you mentioned Uber Eats earlier. I didn't think of having like a remote dinner where we both order kind of the same thing. Yeah. You know, and and we you know, do a, do a chat like this or whatever, do a FaceTime or, or whatever, <laughs> or maybe, I, I don't know, some, I know Amazon, I think has it, but they have the, uh, the live watch where people can watch something together. Have you ever huh? used that? Oh, I have it. I have it. Now we've done some pretty like, you know, like janky stuff, like, you know, turn your TV around just so I can see it, like angle it. Angle yeah. It. Hey, can you bring a little closer? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, y'all on a real date. I'm not lying. <laughs> <laughs> but Netflix, Netflix on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. I don't know why just the Xbox, but Netflix on the Xbox used to have this watch party thing. And oh. a friend of mine, she was telling me that, like, yeah, you know, I get together with my boyfriend and we do this watch party thing. And I was like, yeah. really? And she's like, yeah, you know, we, we both turn on the same thing and my little icon shows up on the screen, his shows up on the screen, and we're there together watching something, and they can chat through the headphones as they're watching it like they were together. That's what it Yeah, it was, it was this whole thing. And I'm, I was kind of trying to figure out a way to do that now because the, the, the way the systems are now, they really don't make it work for you. So mm-hmm. I'll, have to, I'll have to figure something out. But um, I kind of like that, though. Sometimes you have to get creative, especially those who engage in distance dating or, you know, if you date like people who are always on the go, business executives and truckers, like, you know, you really have to get creative. Like I was dating a trucker at one time and like we, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? We both downloaded the Uno app on our phone, like, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. And another guy, you know, we used to buy his favorite snacks and like, you know, during the football games that he couldn't come over, we watched, you know, had the game on and we both be eating the same snacks and, you know, you just have to go with the flow sometimes. Yeah, I like, here's another quick one you can use just to keep the social thing going on. The yay or nay, like, avoid, this or that, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Uh, basically, if you share something in common, like you all, you both like French fries. Yep. And let's say you end up at a restaurant and you're like, hey, can I try the fries? And you take a picture of the fries and you like send it to them like, oh, my God, these are these are wonderful. You got to try them. Da, da, da. We'll have it later. And they send you, oh, my gosh, I just tried these, whatever, such and such. So you're having these experiences and it's weird with the the connection with that one person that just sending this information back and forth that you can do it in real time. Right. It's not like. We used to do where we just maintain this fantasy of this person always being with us. It's like, no, nah, just. I can really have it with you. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's like this. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of times I send them without, without any text or whatever. It's not like, Ooh, I'm thinking about you. And da, da, da. It's like, <laughs> Hey, look, look, look at these fries that come with like mayonnaise and Turkey, you know, dressing or whatever. It's crazy. And that's all I have to send. And then they're like, wow, that's great. We should go there. It's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. See, creating memories. Exactly. All the time. Let's see. So I like that you're, you've got this, I always look at the totality of what people are doing. 
So you've got the financial thing, the relationship thing. You've got a good relationship with your son that I'm seeing online. You know, you're building him into a, a creative that's financially, you know, he's got his financial intelligence up. And it, it's, it's interesting because it doesn't seem like it would work on paper, but it's working for you. Like you've got a pot. You got a podcast, you're talking about relationships, and then you've got the, you know, creative side, and you've got the financial side going on about it. How is it, is it, are you juggling it all okay? How is it, how is it feeling? (laughs) You know, like y'all, it's like you always have those plates spinning, you're trying to keep it spinning. Again, it's just, you know how sometimes we say in relationships, you know, we will do, or we, you know, we will embrace those and make time for what we love. Yeah. It's, you know, if it's something you love and it's something you want to run after, you just make it work. You know what I mean? Like you said, like those firefighters that, you know, do go and visit their grandma and crochet with them on the weekend or, you know, just be the weird combination. You just really learn how to make it work. And like I said, sometimes you have to be okay with not necessarily lowering the expectation. But just kind of creating a different scenario. When I first started the podcast, it was weekly. And I mean, I was just making it work. I mean, just, you know, day in, day out, 35 episodes, y'all. I was on here weekly. But then, like I said, after my success kind of overtook my single, is like how I like to say it. I had to be okay with putting out content once a month. You know what I mean? But the people in the group daily, you know, just to kind of keep it going and encouraging them to go back you know, to old oldie but goodies or, you know, whatever. So it's just the way to keep the fire moving and be okay with it. You know what I mean? And people now seem to be okay with it. So again, you're just trying to, you know, that's the way you fit it all in without giving, you know, just giving it all up. Good. I'm sorry. The uh, the comments, I was just, I uh, wanted to jump into the comments right quick. Absolutely. Uh, thank you, Zuri. Uh, Dr. Zuri. What the? We can see, we can, we can see the questions. The thing is though, they, they kind of fly by sometimes. So okay. if you, yeah. if you really want to make sure there is a question box, but not everybody uses that little question button there. Oh, um, even noticed it. Yeah. The little, you know, the, like the little speaking bubble with the question mark in it. Look what, there. Yeah. When you got a lot of comments that are flying by, if people use the question box, the the moderators can easily scroll through the questions and okay. delete them or pause them or whatever. So that's that. Thanks, Hazel, Super K1, Andrew Gypsy, 89 Shrek. Oh, what's up, man? Hazel Brown, Theo. Yeah. Lovely people. Lovely people. Thank you all for being here. Hey, Dave. So, so one like thing, you know, oh, go ahead. I would like to get to meet you one day. Theo is right? And show you. Dude. Show versus business. Yeah. Nesby, he's a Nesby engineer. <laughs> Natalie, do you want to, you, you, you up for somebody to call in? Call in, y'all. Yes. I'm going to send you an invite, Dr. Robotum. How's that? All right. Dr. Robotum has an invite. Now we're going to, I don't, I don't know. This is my cousin. I don't know what she's going to do. She may ambush me, but I, I love it because I love keep it. It. about, let's do it. We keep each other on our toes. So this is what's happening here. <laughs> I love it. You know, I was going to ask about the, uh, the the love languages. Did you ever yeah. get around to reading that? I have read it back in the day. I haven't read it recently, but of course, I understand the gist of it, and I talk oh. about it often. Hey, Dr. Rora. Hi. 
How's it going? Good Hi, time. Mr. Benjamin. How you doing? So I have a whole lot of responses to some of the, the things that you said, Ms. Madley. Uh -oh. So you said that you don't want to meet people. I, say that again. Why don't you want to meet people? I do want to meet people. I just don't like meeting people online. You said you don't want to go out with them. You you said that if they're rushing into meeting you in person, that's a red flag for you. Well, sometimes, yes, depending on the vibe they're giving off. So let me be perfectly clear, y'all. As I get older, I get a little more bolder and I probably take a lot more risk than I should. So maybe I didn't explain that well. But if they're giving off like this scary man, you know, stranger danger vibe, no, I don't. But I well, then you have to let those people go. You have to, you have to think about it. Those oh, I feel like, oh, it's a right flag if we meet them too soon. I was like, I want to see him. I want to see how he's twirling. Because if he walks nice in nature, like, I might want to see him again. But if he doesn't, I'm like, no, brother, no, or no, you know, whoever, you know. So I don't like it. Okay. So you're saying you want to get out, you want to get all the, you get as much information as you can by meeting them in person first. Absolutely. And then, you know, like if when I see them, I'm like, no, then I'll be like, I mean, I'm upfront with you. I don't ghost people. So I'm upfront of me too. That, who, who's that, speaking that, of creeping? Creeping. Creeping. <laughs> creeping. <laughs> Look, come over here. Come on. Yeah. Can you? Oh, oh my goodness. Come on. Come on. Live. You're live. Thank <laughs> you. Okay, so what we're saying is that yes, I would like to meet the people in the beginning. So I would summarily dismiss them. Like I'll be there and I'll be like, yeah, this no. I, I am yeah. so I'm really upfront and honest with people. I'm like, I don't feel like this would be mutually beneficial. And I do. I am like you, Dr. Robota. I am at, at the past people that's pretty direct. They know why and they know when and they know how. But I trust my spidey fit. If I absolutely doing the online dating and I'm not feeling it, mm -mm. but I have met people and like we've met that same night. Well, okay, okay, so that's fair. Okay, so I, I, okay, so that's fair. Enough. Okay, so that's open minded because for me, it's like I don't want to be on the, I don't want to be texting and chatting and emailing and no nope. Instagramming for five months. I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Even in the produce house. So I, I'm very much into spontaneous, upfront, live. Okay. But okay. Again, and when I press my spidey sense and the spidey sense going, mm -mm, okay. I, you know what I mean? But like I said, I've met people, you know, we've talked a few times and then we've met that night. I've met people. We jumped on the phone. We talked the rest of the day and then met up tomorrow. So definitely I, you know, I'm, I'm here for it all, but okay. I do have the sense. <laughs> Why do you think you're not married now? Why has it not worked out? Girl, I still, I'm still trying to figure that out because I'm I'm amazing, aren't you? All right, y'all got to follow each other. I want you to know that before you continue. Okay, okay. Oh, <laughs> oh definitely. Why am I still? Well, I have something going on, as Mr. Benjamin knows, and so oh. we'll talk about that. At, at you know, we'll talk about yeah, that out. Got to share your story now. I need to hear. I need to get a little background on you because, like I said, people do know that I was married for 17 years and then I was divorced. So I've been unmarried now for since 2014. Y'all do the math. I'm an accountant, but my brain is dead right now. It's Friday evening. But so why am I single right now? 
I do feel like it's just not time. You know, I'm not suggesting that you have to be married. No, no, no. So so I'm not saying, so I I say, you know, so I'm not saying you have to be remarried, but it seems Mm -hmm. like you're single. I am not single, single. I am currently dating. Oh, someone in particular exclusively. No. I'm getting to know people and having a great time. See, it's good that we clear these things up. Got yeah. to the bottom with the awesome call in. I love I, this. I feel like it's awesome. And it's a random Friday. And I'm sitting here, like I'm creating movies. As as Ben no. Yes, yes. I'm like, I'm like trying my luck at like creating movies. I want to like figure out how to do it. And so that's what I'm doing. So while well, well, I got you here, Kia, we were talking about the love languages. I don't know if you've read the book. That of, made course, of course, of course, of course. All right. I haven't gotten around to this book yet, but for those of you who don't know, I don't have the author's name right in front of me, but basically it's a discussion. Go ahead. You know the author? Gary Chapman, I think. Yes. Gary Chapman. Okay. Correct. 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 I had a printer. Ah, here it is. All right. Yeah. The five love languages, (laughs) figuring out how to discover your love and things like that. This really hit me because Natalie and I were talking in a, in her Facebook group about just talking with people, getting to know them back and forth that you might have and finding ways to discover how to love the other person and discovering what they, what they might be looking for in terms of communication. And there are five love languages that they, they put out basically words of affirmation, acts of service, quality time, giving gifts, and physical touch. And those are the five ways you can express yourself. So I realized that I I was kind of like, oh yeah, I'm good with all these. And then somebody decided that they wanted to give me some words of affirmation. And they were like, oh, words of affirmation, verbal compliments. They told my friend that, oh, this is great that he does that. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't want to hear anything from you. And then that was, it kind of snapped in my head. That's like, not that I don't want to hear from her, it's just that the words of affirmation really didn't mean that much to me. Mm. And but I was like, may I oh. help you? May I help you? I yes, know. You okay. okay. I don't know. When you feel like you love someone, what do you do? So what is it that you do to, to share what you feel for them to that? Right. Oh, you're actually asking it. I mean, of course, it's a question. Not rhetorical. One thing I do try to do is figure out what makes them happy first. I don't often just run into something blind, but I will, I will, I do serve. Like I'm saying, Hey, I'm going to do this for you. Um, One thing there's one thing that you will do to someone. It's your go-to. It's not, it's not what you ask them. It's your go-to. What do you go to? Like how, like when you know that you really care about someone, what do you do? Gosh, that that's actually hard for me because it's really dependent on the person and what I think they'll respond to. I don't you're have a, like you're a, a love language chameleon. <laughs> I, I, guess, I, I suppose so. I suppose I, I, I could be a chameleon. So, I, yeah. so my love language is words of affirmation. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so like, I don't need anybody to buy me any gifts. They don't have to like do service for me. Like they don't have to like, like 
spend any time with me because you know be evident you know we've talked about this right, right. But like if you if you cuss me out i'm gonna be like i'm done if you if you don't say you know you're such a lovely person i'd be like oh he really likes me yeah. and that so that's that's it and so you know i mean someone can cook me breakfast for seven days and i'll be like but you know i don't eat breakfast so like why are you cooking me breakfast but right. like, if someone if someone doesn't like, it's not. So word of information is not like, oh, you're so pretty. It's just like if I hear, you know, if someone's like, you crazy, I'd be like, not nah, cook. <laughs> I am crazy. But do you have to call me crazy? <laughs> and then what I asked then was, would those words of affirmation affirmation mean more if it was somebody that he truly cared about or felt you know really cared no. about blow smoke up my behind please 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 that, that's <laughs> the point of it that's the point of it because you can also fake acts of service you can fake gifts like a rich dude buy you a toss up that it, it, it like it doesn't matter to him it means nothing but oh, why can't, can't most of this be faked all of that can be fake or all of that can oh, be the point that's like you have to show me you love me in the way that I receive. Yeah, but for right. that the person, Ben, why wasn't it you know meaningful to you? Because I I think I I uh, construed it maybe misconstrued. I st- I'm still not sure as just being vocal vocal and presenting herself like in the presence of others. Like I wasn't sure if that person was doing it for me or themselves, where they were like, right. you know, hey look, we're together, we're doing this thing. And I'm like, okay, is she trying to up her clout or why is she talking, you know? And at the end of the day, to me, it didn't mean anything to me. I just wasn't sure. And that's because it's not your love language. Exactly. So whatever your love love language is, if the same random girl would have done that, you would have been like, oh, she really likes me. Oh, sucky, sucky now, sucky, sucky. Oh, and you know how we do that, right? I may have to read the book before I comment on this any further. But no, that, that's good stuff. Oh, and we just lost Natalie. Her connection was kind of choppy there. And Uh-oh. we're coming toward the end of it. But yeah, Love Languages, putting together a podcast. So she's got a podcast going. I don't know how much of it you've heard. Okay, I, I heard a lot of it. Okay, yeah, she's got a podcast going on. And we've just been, I've noticed since high school, we've been creating things together and her position on things is i don't know she's one of those people that just kind of keeps going and keeps moving i think we got her back in here boom all right awesome. okay yeah yeah and i got to get her back in here for her final words and everything but are you i'll say goodbye all right all right uh, I was, I was trying to pick up a way to continue talking with with you but yes we've got plenty to talk about that we'll do at some other time here sure all right, Natalie, it's a pleasure to meet you, and I look forward to seeing you again. Nice to meet you as well. All right, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. Yeah, we need some keep words. I love the internet. All right, see, again, that's what I'm talking about. You can pop on and be together, and <laughs> I love it. Like, I can't do this. You just fired away. I'm like, oh. Get the pleasantry. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. She's she's very uh, she's very forward like that. Just comes I out love, and says stuff. I love forward and direct like that. That's my go-to. 
Yeah. So I, you know what? I totally forgot where I was going because I did not expect to call in. But uh, yes, well, we know you're, we know you're still here. So thank thank you for coming through. More in the comments and anybody else who's coming through. Yeah, just go ahead and drop a comment in there. We appreciate it all. Still got two more days of this. Do you ever... Back to Robottom so I can follow you back. Nice talking to yes. you, girl. Back to the creativity part. There was a note here that I wanted to pick up on back with passions. And, you know, it seems like the the whole relationship thing is part of your your your. Maybe it is part of your passion. I don't know how far you want to take this. Where do you see the podcast going? Man, so, I mean, I'm a dreamer. I dream big. So I started it. I just expected, you know, like 10,000 downloads a week and, you know, just all country, you know, 50 countries, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, where I really would like to see it going, just quite simply, is unmarried people making quality connections understanding their worth and just really living a quality of life where they will be okay with or without, you know, a partner. Mm -hmm. I mean, so simplicity, that's, you know, where I want, that's the ultimate mission. But where I see it going, again, it's just creating this, this huge, this huge, bad community of unmarried people. I mean, like, we're traveling together, we're doing life together. Like, some of you like, yeah. girl, you need a successful but single conferences. I'm like, okay, okay, conferences, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, who would love to do that? I mean, just all these amazing people, you know, just converging on the city, you know what I mean? And just leaving empowered, you know, that you have friends, you know, in Australia and friends, you know what I mean? In Switzerland, Hong Kong, like, girl, I'm coming to see you. Or, you know, boy, you like, when are you going to be over on the West Coast again? Let's connect, you know what I mean? So, again, I dream big. So, I mean, I... I when people just threw that kind of stuff out of me, I'm like, yes, yeah, yeah, let's do it. You know, because I can't think right now, again, like I said, y'all, I got Friday evening brain, but I used to know the stats about how many singles, you know, there were in America, at least. It's a lot of us. So like, you know, if we're not together and the goal doesn't always have to be like, you know, like I said, for lifelong partnership, but like, if it's so many fabulous people, I heard it's unmarried, like, let's do some life together, you know? I think so. Do you plan on do you have monetization plans or does that kind of mess up the current passion and flow right now? You were talking about that too. Like, absolutely, right? Because I'm financial advisor. Like, you know, hey. able to get paid for your passion. You know, I'm I'm pro pay. You know, people are like, you know, it's going to create a non-for-profit. Okay, well, great. If that is your mission, keep going. But, you know, for profit. Now, like, you know, monetize this thing. Definitely, you know, because we started out with merch and stuff, you know, T-shirts and, you yeah. know, no mouth pads and, you know, all these different things that we I kind of got you know like in the in the storeroom or whatever but then also like too bringing on these people because a lot of these people that I've interviewed already have businesses you know so I was looking at them doing sponsorships you know through the podcast and things mm -hmm. so again my momentum slowed a little bit when my business just kind of took off to a level that I didn't expect during the podcast you know what I mean so I've Blow it down, but absolutely. And this that's and that's your financial advisement business. Exactly. The financial okay. oh, mm -hmm. I am nationwide. Ooh. You know, but yeah. So, you know, again, creating these realistic expectations and not calling myself a failure or a flop, right? I'm still out here. It's just, you know, the timeline is just taking on a different, you know. Hey, so um, yo, totally it is. Now, I always wonder about, like, as I was saying, you've got different things going on. Do they, 
are they intended to stay separate or is there a marrying of the two somehow? And I, I know they seem disparate, but when I watched certain players out, out in the field, just didn't mean players like, you know, gaming on people, but when I've seen certain people work their businesses, they have ways of like, oh no, the only reason I do my book business is so I can get into these offices. The only reason I want to get into offices is so I can talk to these people. And there's a whole plan where all of their passions can kind of roll them into something. Absolutely. I mean, so think about it. It's just good business. And everything doesn't have to be about business, y'all, because I really have a passion for some things in the community, like veterans, for example. So, you know, everything doesn't have to have a connect, but why, but why not? You know what I mean? So definitely being successful, but single, you know, me being a financial advisor, you know, could these possibly be ideal clients for me? You know, or things like that. You know, having healthy people around me, you know, it helps to create better connections, you know, quite more quality social circles, you know, business circles and on and on and on. So absolutely, everything I do is very intentional, y'all. But either way, it's creating a better quality of life, hopefully for not just myself, but those I interact with, right? So, I mean, yeah, everything's, everything should be intentional and interrelated, if you ask, ask me. But to what degree? You know, mm -hmm. not necessarily for profit all the time, right? But if you can, why not? Right, right. I was, and to, to, to give a little more clarity to what I was saying for, for people who don't usually follow what I'm, but I, where I go with this content, a lot of people who are like Gary Vaynerchuk, Dean Graziosi, Grant Cardone, they started this online social media thing where they just came in blazing hot and talking about stuff and doing things. And you're like, wait, I don't get it. What's their game? And if they got enough attention, then you would go to their page and right at the top of their page, it's like, hey, if you're into real estate, here because that's where I get my bread and butter from. Exactly. And there's a certain percentage of people that are are into real estate that are going to check them out. And it, it was, it was genius when I started figuring out what all these moves were leading up to. Absolutely. Who's another person that does that? I think, well, what's his name? MJ Harris. You know him? I don't know. I don't know MJ Harris. But MJ Harris, he's West Coast, he's openly gay. And so he just gets a lot of attention just being gay, right? It's just talking about relationships and how to nab a man and everything. But he's actually a very successful insurance agent who not only is mm. successful as an agent, but is successful in mentoring startup insurance agency. You get what I'm saying? So, okay. you know, so many people are drawn to his magnetic personality yeah. that, <laughs> you know, he talks about buying things like that. Yeah. Flick, he's all ultimately, see, somebody see, Dr. Renee, she know that. So, mm -hmm. oh, to say, hey, do you need insurance? One, or would you like to, would you like for me to show you how I've become successful as an insurance agent? So, I mean, right. whatever works for you, right? So, I love it. Yeah, the, you know, taking the opportunity to jump into these different platforms and ways of speaking, you know, that really leads into branding. That we were that I'm that I've been talking about for a while now. I think that's creative's biggest problem, and mm -hmm. I, I'm actually, you know, I say creative's biggest problem, but I'm not sure how many business people really understand branding either. You know, so you've got creatives on one side who just kind of want to develop stuff, make stuff, move stuff around, and they're like, yeah, whatever. My work will speak for itself. 
And then you have a lot of people on the, the business side who were just, well, I don't fully understand how they work. So I'm not going to try to put an example in their way, but this whole thing about branding where you put yourself out there, it's like, I hear, I am a name, I'm a brand. You come to me, you're going to get maybe five or six different things. For me, you're going to get video games, art, podcasting, creativity, and, you know, once in a while, angry black man. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> hey, you know, get it all right. Get it all right. Exactly. So I think it's weird in this social media era where we're all just connected. It's impossible to know who's doing what, who's creating what. It's possible just to keep track of it all. So the thing yes. that stands out most, obviously, is the brand, right? Do you, do you, do you think about your brand a lot, how, you, how you're building it? And... <laughs> a lot. And actually, just to be quite honest and candid, it's something that I feel like just, you know, I can improve. Because again, yeah. even before I got into podcasting or even speaking or anything like that, I would find that people knew me for one thing and not for the other, you know, and is it important that everybody knows? Maybe not, right? Because everybody's not going to support, you know, all, you know, your multifaceted empire, right? Yeah. But oh, sometimes I do want to marry, you know, all of them because I feel like once people love me, they'll want to know who I am and support who I am or find value in what else I can do for them. So yes, I'm talking about relationships and everything, but sometimes, you know, we'll talk about money management. Like, oh my gosh, she's a financial advisor too. Even better, right? Because she is super cool. She's, you know, knowledgeable and she's cute. Mm -hmm. I her, you know what I mean? So I think about my brand all the time and not, you know, because I feel like I have been part of my success is that just I'm somebody that people like and want to be around. You know, you ever networking events is like eight realtors there and five financial advisors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, what are you going to do to differentiate yourself? And you know what? I go in there hardly ever talking about finances. And, you know, people look around and my table is laughing and joking because I'm talking about my dog or something, you know, or the podcast. Yeah. And there are people like, what are they talking about? So then, of course, people start shimmying over to be nosy or whatever. Not once that I mentioned finances because I'm getting to know people. I'm listening to them. And we make the connections because you can make the connections later to offer a service. But people want to connect with you as a person first. So, yeah. you know, I try to really be open about my social media pages and things like that. But see that, you know, I'm super dope. Yeah, I had a big problem with that for a while. I was like, oh God, I've got to be on, I've got to show myself. I mean, I've got to, you know, for the people that know me, whatever, that's fine. We talked about Yeah. When I started doing the art thing, I was like, okay, I can't just be picture on a wall. I, I need people to know who I am. Cause it, it just clicked in my head when I was listening to an interview with some lady, right? And uh, I forgot the lady's name, but she was a rich lady. She was talking about art and she's like, oh, I just got a Picasso. And the guy's like, oh, which one? She's like, a Picasso, it doesn't matter. And she just, just kind of kept rolling on and talking about how she met this guy who was a friend of the gallery and he, she had this whole story. And it was about everything but the art. Part of me was upset that like, they're supposed to be talking about the art, the actual right. product, the thing, right. you know, because that's what I'm in development, right? But then I started realizing that, you know what? 
that that name, that brand of Picasso and the brand she was setting up for herself was so strong that it couldn't be ignored. And I was like, okay, there really is something here. I started going into figuring out, okay, how can I brand myself? Mr. Benja, okay, ex-video game developer, creative, podcaster, et cetera, et cetera. You know, dude with the hair now. So <laughs> the dude. It's, a, it's, a, it's a thing. It wait is, a minute. It really is a thing. And people want to know that the artist is a real guy. You know yeah. what I mean? Who, you know, who sweetens his oatmeal with applesauce. Like, you know, to somebody. <laughs> Apple juice, sorry. <laughs> to somebody, that's important. You know what I mean? And that, that connection for them, like, okay, okay, like, he's great, you know? So, so, again, I do. I think about it all the time and always would love to do more. Like, it's never enough, you know? Yeah. Well, this is awesome. Well, Natalie, listen, I love your brand. I love you and what you're doing. You're going to keep it successful. And I, I know that because I've known you since high school and I've never had an idea that said, mm, she's not going to make it. Natalie, you're going to do your thing. Love it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I definitely didn't want to be there like, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 so good. That's good to hear. And like, I, I always know that you were amazing. And 20, 30 years later. Yes. So, as I said before, I know a lot of you may have missed the beginning of this. This is actually the sequel to our first podcast discussion. So if you're missing a lot of the history of Natalie, I have that in the first podcast, which I digitally remastered. I fixed up. It was it was totally busted before. Yes, but I found it, took the time out to spend a couple hours fixing up the audio. Trust me, it was unplayable. Just totally, uh, totally unplayable. But yeah, I found some new tools and that's what allowed me to actually like, oh, wait, I found that software tool. I can, it can help out with this and that. And uh, yeah, if you need, ever need audio fixed up, Natalie, let me know. Cause I found some ways to make it happen. Cause as I confessed early in the show, y'all, like I just totally published our busted conversation. <laughs> 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 so maybe we can go back and relate to your episode. But yeah, thanks. Thank you, Go, for releasing it. Well, we'll be releasing it soon. Feel free to put it in the podcast group, too, so people can understand that we have a little history and stuff. So that'd be cool. Yes, yes, I understand. Well, let us know where they can find you. Okay, so, y'all, I am on most, you know, major platforms. I do not have a Twitter, y'all. Don't ask me why. I just, just haven't branched over yet. But definitely on LinkedIn, you can find me, Natalie Freeman. You can find me here, Net Freedom E-N-T. On Instagram, yes, y'all, I need to work on being consistent on my platforms. What in here? What's on <laughs> Facebook, I'm at Natalie Nicole, but you can always, always, always find the podcast on all major platforms, successful but single podcast. And feel free, y'all, to come over to the other side on Facebook. I know they see it's the old people's social media. But come over to Facebook, find the group, Successful But Single Podcast. Join us, y'all. We're always having provocative conversations every week. Um, of course, our podcast do air this week. We would be live streaming this Monday, actually. And just check us out. Talk to us. Hang with us. And I'm looking every time I come to a new city and meet a new friend. And we're going to hang out, you know, because I want to take it off the air and in person. Okay. That's right. Do it in person as soon as possible so we get to find out all the red flags, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but now, total awesome. belt. 
Yep. And just the exciting time to do it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Natalie, I thank you very much. Really enjoyed your time. I'm going to repeat what I said last time. This, everything will be in the show notes, all the links and everything. It'll be all good and lovely and dandy. And we will definitely be posting this up sometime this weekend or early next week. Okay, awesome. I'm busy kind of, like I said, so I got I felt, you know, that I had just walked into something like major, major, you know, I get to hang with the creatives, y'all. So I oh, yeah. I guess, you know, now I really can confess and affirm to myself that I am a creative. So thank you for having me. This week has been phenomenal, which all of your guests I have been tuning in this week. So again, thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. All right. All right. Well, thank you very much again, Natalie. Take care. All right, everybody. That was Natalie Freeman, good friend of mine from college. I mean, not from college, from high school that that I've known for quite a while. Had great times together. Always a great person to interact with and talk with. You'll be able to find all her information when I post this to the podcast streams. This is a podcast called Mr. Benja's ADD Experience, Art, Design, and Development. And it goes up on Spotify. It goes on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts. If there's a podcast provider and you can't find eight Mr. Binge's ADD experience, let me know and I'll make sure to get that indexed. But I have to go through a process of calling them and making sure that the podcast is indexed properly. But that'll be it for this one. I uh, appreciate everybody who came through. Definitely make sure you follow along. And even after the fact, if you want to jump in my comments and ask me a question or DM me any questions, I can do that. I'll make a connection with any of the other guests that I've been, I've been talking with this week. And that's going to be it for this one. Tomorrow, we're going to have on Tone, Tone Malazzo, author of, of Picking Up the Ghost. And he's also a tech professional. So we'll have some interesting things to talk about there. And he's one of my Comic-Con cohorts. So we used to run Comic-Con together. And Sunday, we're going to round it out with Joshua Garcia from Inspired LBC, art murals, events, and one of the most spiritual people that, uh, that I've run into in the Long Beach area. So look out for those. And if you're not already following, go ahead and follow. I post good stuff. All right. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Oh, Logan, thanks for coming in. I was just signing off. See you later. Hey, thanks for joining me on this podcast. You all make everything I do possible, and I really do appreciate it. So even if you've got me on social, please visit MrBinja.com and see what's happening and how deep the rabbit hole goes. All right, I'll see you next time. Peace.